Welcome back to another episode of the Not Your Normal Podcast, brought to you by iFilm Cinema, Cinema for Everyone. As you know, this podcast is available to you on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and wherever you get your podcast. Let me turn the volume up a little bit. Hey, yo, trying to beat up in my headphones. Cool, I'm here. Yeah. So, I'm, uh, it's just me again, coming to you with a little bit of a shorter episode. Um, I don't know. Um, not much has happened over the past couple of days. Um... But before I get to anything, so a couple weeks ago, uh, yeah, probably a couple weeks ago, I talked about my friend Elizabeth on here and how I, you know, I sort of made fun of her because she's always hurting herself. Well, since that episode came out, I hadn't seen her. And, you know, since that episode came out, saw her tonight at the gym. And the very first thing that she said to me was, I listened to the episode and like, you know, talking about how I hurt myself. And then proceeded to show me two bruises on her legs because she continues to hurt herself. So, Elizabeth, stop that shit. Moving on. Um, Last episode, you know, came out Tuesday. I recorded it on Monday. And uh, I've added a new piece of artwork to my body in the form of tattoo. And uh, I got my elbow tattooed. Now, I know what you're thinking. Like, oh, it's a weird spot. Why did you get your elbow tattooed? Well, let's say that well, I'll, I'll put it this way. So I'm sorry to tell you the whole thing. So I don't think I've really ever, ever had like a tattoo story time on here. So I guess I could do that. It should kill some time, right? So back when I was like 17, I, sorry, it goes back further. So back when I was 16, I, I honestly don't think I ever told any of this story on the podcast before. It's crazy that it's taken 300 plus episodes for me to even talk about it. So back when I was 16, um, there was a guy who used to be a tattoo artist and he started working out of his house or something like that, trying to do his own tattoo thing or whatever. And a bunch of my friends who I really don't talk to anymore, you know, people grow differently and stuff like that. I thought I was a hoodlum back then and I wasn't, um, but I sure tried to be. Um, a bunch of my friends were talking about going to get a tattoo from this guy and mind you. So I'm younger than everyone else in my class. So they're all like 18, right? I'm 16. I'm two years, two to three years younger than every single person in my class. And I'm like, yeah, sure. I'll I'll ride. I'll ride. Whatever. Blah, blah, blah. And we pull up to this dude's house and they're all getting tattooed and stuff like that. And homie looks at me and he's like, you want one? And me being dumb i you know i'm not too terribly you know i'm not upset about them or anything they came out good but i got a couple of tattoos from this guy and i remember sitting there being like this is a crazy pain it's a wild pain it's a different type of pain um but that's when that's way back then i also have a terrible pain tolerance like my pain tolerance is damn near non-existent and um but anyway that's whenever I got my first tattoo. And I remember after I got them, you know, you're in, I'm in high school. So, like, people think having a tattoo in high school is, like, so cool at the time. And I remember thinking, I was like, oh, that's sort of cool, blah, 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 whatever. So, we went back, like, weeks later. And I got another one on my left shoulder. And I remember weeks and weeks passed. And, you know, out of nowhere... I think my youngest brother, my younger, younger brother, but my youngest brother, 
uh, Jonathan, a.k.a. John John, um, like saw through the crack in my door in my bedroom or something like that. I, was, I think I was like changing shirts or something. And he saw him and my boy told on me, my boy turned into six, six, nine and started snitching. And, you know, my parents were angry and all sorts of shit, whatever, blah, 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 whatever. Because at the time, the only, no one had a tattoo in my family, like immediate family. I'm talking like dad, mother and brothers, obviously. And other than my dad, my dad had one that he got whenever he was a, a hoodlum back in the day on his like forearm. And uh, but he, but other than that, he never had he doesn't have one. My mom didn't have one, whatever. And, you know, as parents should be concerned, that's not OK. I went out and did it behind their back. Not OK on my part. And uh, but, you know, moved on. Well, a couple years later, I'm 17, 18 years old. Um, I'm working at a bookstore and uh, where I live and. Uh, there's a guy there named Justin who I'm sort of, you know, I'm friends with him. And in all honesty, I don't even remember how I became friends with him. I don't because I for some reason in my head, it I in, in my head, I don't think it was through the bookstore job because he also worked there. But for some reason, I think it was something else. I don't know. Whatever the case. Me and me and Justin became friends. Uh, he's a bit older than me. You know, he's in his late 20s, early 30s. And he works uh, at the bookstore with me, but he also works as a piercer at a tattoo shop where we live. And, you know, he invites me to come hang out with him at the shop one night. And just inherent, you know, coherently, I, by proximity, I become friends with all these other people that work at the tattoo shop. Tyler, Trey, Scott, a.k.a. Corpse, and... You know, you know, inherently, I'm going to become friends with them because I'm surrounded by them constantly. The more and more I hang out with Justin at the tattoo shop. And Tyler, somebody who I became really good friends with, still am really good friends with to this day. I remember being 18, turning 18, and he uh, gave me like my first actual tattoo, which was um, on my left arm. And uh, basically, it turned into like a whole half sleeve. And then, you know, then it was much more unacceptable for people to have tattoos below their forearms. The whole thing, the whole stigma was if you have tattoos that show, you won't get a job. And at the time, obviously, I didn't know that I was going to go into the line of work that I went into, which is like freelance videography slash podcasting slash merchandise selling. At the time, I thought I was just going to have a normal job. So I always never got tattoos below my elbow, you know, because you can hide even if you're wearing a T-shirt, you can your sleeves are long enough to cover it up. Well, that all changed. I don't know. I think maybe like the year, like the, the, the first year or around the time or the beginning of time of me start starting my job at Starbucks. And I got uh, a tattoo on my left forearm, like right underneath, like my elbow crease area. And then so far, so forth and so on. It's just sort of, you know, moved on to more and more and more and more and more and more tattoos. So now let's count here, guys. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty. I've been tattooed twenty separate times now. So I have um quite a bit damn near all of them. I have two on my right arm. 
I have three on my left leg and the rest. So the other 15 times it was all on my left arm. And, uh, I decided years ago, obviously that I was just going to rock the full sleeve on my left arm. You know, I'm a, I don't like the pain, but I hate incompletion more than anything. Like the look of something not being finished and my left arm is not finished. So, and to have a full sleeve, you have to have your full left arm tattooed, including the elbow. Hence me getting my elbow tattooed on Tuesday. And I was going to try to shoot for like the whole arm, just knocking it all out in one session. And we started with the elbow. I got a camera lens. Makes sense for me, my line of work. I got a camera lens on my elbow. Now, I had mixed reviews. I know a guy up at the gym who has his elbow tattooed. And I asked him, hey, yo, did the elbow hurt? And he said, no. Well, I asked the guy who tattoos me, Scott, a.k.a. Corpse, does the elbow hurt? Gave me the exact opposite answer. Oh, yeah, it hurts. Well, that doesn't make me feel good because you're the guy who's tattooing. You know, he would know. So I went on and did it. Um, Got the camera lens tattooed on my elbow. um, And I'll be the first one to tell you, it hurts. It hurts real bad. And that might be my incapableness incapable and oh inability to take the pain of a tattoo it might be that or it might be because the elbow is nothing but skin and bone so it sounds a little different different it's a little more rugged it's a lot more of a you feel the needle a lot more i'll say that and yeah this wasn't a fun time but i'm glad i got it done it looks good um uh luckily for me i'm not big so some people are bleeders um, which when I say that, I mean like when they get tattoos, they, they bleed very easily. Some people get like super red and swollen from the, just from getting, you know, obviously getting a tattoo. There's a needle going in your body millions of time for millions of times over a set amount of time. And it, you know, it causes, there's some pain there. So some people get like super red and swollen. Luckily for me, I'm neither. And luckily for me, I, my healing process is my healing from getting tattoos, uh, I normally tend to heal pretty quickly and, but I've already hit the phase that I dislike the most, which, uh, of tattoo healing, which is like the itchiness that comes with getting a tattoo and my elbow is constantly itching now and I hate it. Like it's, I hate it. I hate it with a passion. It's awful. So yeah, I got tattooed on Tuesday, so I'm glad I was able to share that. Who messaged me? Good old bear. What's he got to say? Let's see. Sorry. I'm, uh, you're listening to this on Friday. So if you're listening to it in the morning and you're at Frisco mall, Stonebriar mall in the morning, uh, and you catch me there, say, what's up? I'll be there again. I was there over the weekend, obviously, but, or lat this previous weekend, um, so yeah, I'll be at Stonebriar. I got to go pick up a couple things. I got to pick up a couple of gifts. Um, yeah, I got to buy some stuff more so for, uh, some, someone else than myself. Um, but, uh, you know, you never know. I might catch something that catches, you know, might see something that ca- catches my eye. I'm a big hat guy. When I was there over the weekend, I didn't get a chance to stop in the hat store. I love stopping in the hat store seeing what they got. So definitely we'll have the time to do that tomorrow. Probably cop a hat, maybe two. 
Who knows? Uh, but that's not my first priority. First priority is to get these gifts that I uh, have been meaning to get, and I just haven't had the time to do it. Tomorrow, opportunity has arisen, arisen, however you say it, wherever you're from. I'll be getting them. Moving on. There's nothing crazy going on in the sports world right now uh, other than the Damian Lillard trade. Everyone's on the – if you're an NBA fan, you've been, basically been waiting on this day for a very long time. Um, and nothing's happened yet. I highly doubt anything will happen for, which sort of sucks. I want the trade to happen before the season starts, obviously. Water break. Delicious. Stay hydrated. I would love the trade to happen before the NBA season starts. So Dame can get like a full training camp with his new team. Um, but the longer and longer this takes, the less likely it happens, which sort of sucks because, on one hand, I understand, like, so, for example, Bradley Bill was traded to the Suns, and he was traded to the Suns because he had a no trade cla- a no trade clause, which basically means if the Wizards, Bradley Bill's former team, proposed a trade to another team for Bradley Bill, since of his because of his no trade clause, he can say, no, I don't want to go there, and because of the no trade clause, they have to honor it. Unfortunately, Damian Lillard does not have a no-trade clause, so wherever he's traded is where he's going. Now, on one hand, I think Damian Lillard has given so much to the city of Portland and that organization that they should respect his wishes on where on his destination choices, which right now Miami is his main focus of destination. That's where he wants to go play. On one hand, I think it's the respectable thing to do is to try to put this man who has been loyal to you for years and years, 11 years to be exactly, to be exact, has been, why does my phone keep going off? Oh. This man who's been loyal to your franchise and you have yet to, you've never got him any help. You never even were a contender. They made it to the Western Conference semifinals one time in his 11-year tenure there because you, one, no one's, no free agent, no big name free agents going to Portland. And two, the team just never even tried to get him any help. So, and he stuck around for it. He had plenty of opportunity opportunities to leave whenever he was a free agent. He stuck around. So, in my head, the respectable thing to do is to sort of honor his ask and put him somewhere where he wants to go. But on the other hand, obviously, the NBA is a business. Portland's going to do what's best for the organization. And which is unfortunate because no matter what, if that happens, Dame's going to get sort of screwed over and he's not going to be able to go where he wants to go. And due to his contract, I think he still has like three, three or four years left on his contract. He'll be stuck there at a team that he didn't want to go to for the next very important years of his career. And it sort of sucks. And I hope it doesn't happen. But I guess only time will tell. I would love to see Damian Lillard in Miami with Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo. Um, I think they contend for a title and, uh, that's what everyone, all NBA fans just want to see Damian Lillard contend for a title in that, in a finals setting, you know, final stakes are high. Damian Lillard is a, one of the greatest clutch players of all time. And everyone would want to see that. And, um, but we'll see, hopefully it happens soon, but you never know. Um, over the weekend. There was a UFC card. 
uh, over the weekend that I for somehow just forgot to talk about, to be honest. Um, Alexander Volkanovsky defended his title. Big surprise there. Uh, Brandon Moreno lost his title, which honestly is no surprise because he's going to get the rematch and he'll win the rematch and they'll go for a trilogy and he'll win that one. It's sort of how Brandon Moreno fights go. Uh, Robbie Lawler beat, I think it's Nico Price. I think he beat Nico Price in the first round by knockout, then retired. Uh, I'm a big Robbie Lawler fan, so sort of sad to see him go, but he is a little up there in age. And then uh, Robert Duplice, or Duplo, Duplo, I don't know how to pronounce his name, um, fought Robert Whitaker and beat him. So now this Duplice guy has the uh, next opportunity to fight Israel Adesanya at uh, for the 185 championship. And he's going to get worked because Izzy is the greatest 185-pound fighter in the U- in UFC history. So it's going to be no competition. But on other in other news in the UFC, uh, the next fight card is a fight card I've been... It's a great fight card. You have Jan Blahovic fighting Alex Perea, uh, who's moving up from middleweight to light heavyweight. Um, he's the guy who beat Israel Adesanya a couple you know months and months ago to take his belt and then Izzy beat him and got his belt back obviously but uh that'll that'll be entertaining and then the main event which is Justin Gaethje versus Dustin Poirier the second the second fight so they fought before Dustin won by knockout they're fighting again but this one's for the BMF belt if you aren't familiar with the BMF belt years ago a couple years ago I think Nate Diaz won a fight over, for some reason, the only name that sticks out in my head is Anthony Pettis, but I don't know if that's right. It might be. Let's see. It might be. Am I right? Let's see. Nate Diaz fights. Was it? UFC stats, all right. Yeah, it was Anthony Pettis. I was right. Huh. Yeah, he fought Anthony Pettis and he beat him. And I was in 2019. He beat Anthony Pettis and he had this big call out, just like a Nate Diaz call out. And he, you know, ain't no gangsters in the sport anymore, blah, blah, blah. Jorge Masvidal gets called out by Nate Diaz calling. He's like, Jorge's the only real gangster left in the game. Blah, blah, blah. I want to fight him next to see who the baddest mother effer is in the in the, in the world. Blah, 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 whatever. Dana White took that uh, and ran with it. Made a big scene. Made a new belt called the BMF belt, the baddest motherfucker belt. And him and Jorge Masvidal being, you know, Jorge Masvidal had a crazy 2019, you know, Beating Darren Till, a contender, um, in f- crazy fashion, a stone cold knockout, then going to, and then he slept Ben Askren, another contender, in five seconds with a flying knee to open the fight. Just really made a name for himself that year. So he was on top of the UFC, the fight world in 2019, and he gets called out by arguably one of the most famous fighters in UFC history, Nate Diaz. And, you know, Nate Diaz, California. Or hey, Miami, East Coast versus West Coast. Dana White and the UFC took it 
and took it by the horns and ran with it. Had The Rock at the pressers holding up the belt. Had The Rock walk into the arena before the main fight with the belt above his head. Above his head. The whole, you know, the whole thing was a spectacle, and the fight was a little lackluster. It was really good for how long it lasted, but the doc and it was a uh, Orhan Masvidal beating ideas by doctor decision knockout because uh, some cuts over and under Nate Diaz's eye, and uh, that was a fight everyone wanted to see run ran back, but Nate Diaz sort of left the UFC after that at that point, so we never got to see it. But whatever. Well, now fast forward four years, Nate Diaz is not in the UFC anymore. Uh, he's fighting Jake Paul on August 5th. Um, Orhem Masvidal retired. So, the BMF belt is vacant. Fast forward to now. Dustin Poirier, known for being a brawler. Crazy knockout power. Big, strong, great with his hands. Justin Gaethje, his nickname is the Human Highlight Reel. Their first fight was nuts. This fight's probably going to be even crazier. And... You know, for the BMF belts. I'm super excited over for that fight. That should be an entertaining fight. That's a fight I'm definitely going to buy and watch. So, yeah. There's that. I think that's all I got in, like, sports stuff. I think. But, yeah. um, I'm trying to think. Next episode won't come out, obviously, until Tuesday. Oh, yeah. Uh, Remember... There's a drop. Summer merch part two is coming out on Tuesday, uh, the day the next episode comes out. So be ready to cop it. Anyway, um, I think that's it. Next time you hear from me, I'll be a year older. My birthday's on Sunday. I don't know. Birthdays for me are always weird. I've, I don't really remember having a good birthday. You know, obviously, like I've had decent birthdays when I was younger and stuff like that, but the older you get, the less important your birthday becomes, if that makes any sense. And I don't know exactly why that is, because, you know, there's plenty of people that still celebrate their birthday every year, and they're much older than me, and they have a blast. I guess it's just a, a the way you were raised, I guess. I don't know. Birthdays were never super, like, never a big deal to to me and my family. Like, obviously, when you're a child, your birthday is really special to you, especially at a super young age, because, you know, you get toys, you get, you know, all sorts of stuff. You know, you get $100 from a parent, and you're like, oh, my gosh, I have the most money in the world. I'm going to buy so much stuff. And in comparison to when you're older, someone gives you 100 bucks, you're like, cool, I can buy a couple of meals or something. You know, it's just not, it doesn't hit the same. So, birthdays are always weird for me. Um, But who knows? Maybe... I'll have a great birthday, and I'll be able to talk about it on Tuesday. I guess we'll see. But uh, as of right now, uh, my hopes are always very low. As Zendaya said in the Spider-Man trilogy, the Homecoming trilogy, if you always expect disappointment, you cannot be disappointed. That's my mindset going into birthdays. Birthdays just don't hit for me. I don't know. It's a weird thing. Most holidays don't hit for me, in all honesty, or special occasion days don't hit for me, honestly. Like, Thanksgiving is, eh, you know, I really don't do anything. I really don't do anything with family on Thanksgiving. Christmas is sort of the same. I do appreciate how aesthetic Christmas time is. Um, 
but that's just me being a videographer and always having a camera with me. It's always pleasing to the eye, especially if you capture something very like special. But as far as like the festivities and the celebration that comes with to comes with it, like the celebratory factor, it's just eh, it's just meh. Now Halloween, I love Halloween, but that's because I love horror stuff. But even then, like I'm not going out doing anything crazy. I'm not going out to Halloween parties and all that shit. Like that shit ain't happening. But like I said, we'll see. Hopefully. I can come at y'all Tuesday with a great story about my birthday. But with all that being said, go to nympshop.com. Well, don't do it right now because there's nothing on there other than the NYMP athletic shorts. Um, so on Tuesday, go to nympshop.com. When you hear this, go to nympshop.com. Um, Buy the new summer merch, the part two, because this as soon as these are out, it's the last drop of merch until <sighs> until Christmas time, honestly, until or Halloween, until Halloween. I'm gonna do Halloween drop, not Christmas. Sorry, and yeah, it's so gonna be the last drop until Halloween. So, um, yeah, as soon as these sell out, I'll start working on Halloween stuff and getting Halloween orders ready. So, um, nympshop.com. Use the code. What's a good discount code? Hmm. I'll think of something. I'll get back to you on that. Um, no discount code right now. NYMPshop.com. Buy some shit. Um, Aaron Cross 15 on Snapchat. If you feel the necessity to add me, I feel Marin on Instagram. NYMP underscore clothing on Instagram and not your normal podcast on Instagram. Um, and I think that is it. I will see you, not see you. I'll talk to you all on Tuesday. With all that being said, have a good weekend. Be safe. Don't do anything I wouldn't do, which is a lot. So I'm basically telling you to be lame as fuck. And uh, yeah, catch you Tuesday.